Let me, okay, now we're recording. All right, good morning. This is Michael Vandervoort. It's July 19th, and we're doing our weekly show on drive-through HR. We have a guest calling in from Israel, which will be an interesting discussion. Um, it's 4 p.m. there and 9 and 8 p.m. here where Robin and I are, so we're kind of spanning time zones. Morning, Robin. How are you doing today? Good morning, Michael. I am good, and that's 9, 9 and 8 a.m. 9 and 8 a.m. I'm so, the, right. the, just, I guess the concept of time zones is, is beyond me until I haven't finished my cup of coffee yet this morning. So, <laughs> so anyway, speaking of a cup of coffee with that elegant start, um, I'd like to introduce our guest. Uh, our guest today is Corinne Zimich, she's the VP of People and Ops for Torque, which is an Israel-based company doing cybersecurity work. Good morning. Welcome to Drive Through HR, Corinne. How are you? How are you this afternoon for your part of the Hi, world? Good morning and afternoon. Uh, I'm good and happy to be here. Thanks. We're glad to have you as a guest. Looking forward to uh, to a conversation uh, about um, your approach to hiring and, and and some of the things that Torque does. So. Um, I'm going to go ahead and ask you, I guess, to get started, to go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners. Tell us uh, a little bit more about your background and a little bit more about Torque. Yeah, sure. I'll be happy to. So I'm uh, Corinne. I'm um, married to Asaf. I'm a mother of three, Leah, Daria, and Dan. Um, yeah, uh, I started my HR experience almost 10 years ago after a long career in uh, marketing and business fields. Um, in Israel, in the largest investment house in Israel as a CEO, chief of staff, which is a whole different field uh, than HR, but, you know, it teaches us a lot uh, from business and HR as well. Uh, it gave me great understanding of business, finance, and strong connection between them two. Um, my first step in the startup world was joining Luminate at 2017 and almost 2018. Um, it was a cybersecurity based in Tel Aviv, and we did an exit in, in uh, 2019. Um, and I had the privilege to work with amazing founders at Luminate. And the great part is that we still work together as their founders at Torque as well. Oh. So we continued together, uh, and it was a great and still is a great journey. Uh, Torque is less than two and a half years old, and we're building a great company. We're over 100 people now experienced, professional, smart, but mainly human and humble people, group of people. And at Torque, I'm in charge of all the HR and operation aspects. And I love every minute, actually. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I saw that you, I, I think it was end of last year, you, um, you got another round of funding as well. So I'm yes. sure that catapulted some more growth, huh? Yes, we did. So Torque uh, was, we had uh, a total of almost $80 million funding from the really the best VCs in the world, Insight, Bessemer, GGV, and also Sentinel One. Very fast, um, sustainably, you know, growth, yeah. but we're growing and we'll talk about it maybe later because I think it's very critical in the hiring processes now you know, with the financial market and everything. Um, and let me tell you a little bit about Torque and what we do. Um, so first of all, Torque, not everybody knows, but it's a moment of force. That's the meaning of the word. Um, and we are creating a no-code automation platform for security teams. It gives security teams a single and no-code platform for connecting security infrastructure 
and, and communication tools and automating workflows across the system. So it sounds, probably it sounds, you know, too much, but it's actually really, really easy, almost consumer-like um, product in, in, in its design. Uh, we help security teams accelerate threat response and re remediation and deliver fast and simple protection. So, you know, our customers have three simple needs, right? They have first, keep their organization safe, safe in all ways. Uh, the second one is to improve their protection every single day and to stay ahead of future threats. And the third one is to make it easier for their teams to do both of those things. So this is what we do. Uh, the Torque platform actually improves every aspect of an enterprise security program. And it's a great product. And even myself as an HR, which never coded and not planning to do that. Mm -hmm. um, no, 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 no way. Uh, <laughs> but I also created workflows and used the system for a lot of automated use cases. So this is not our, you know, main use case is an HR, but for me as an HR, I can definitely create uh, automation and it definitely helps me, you know, on a daily basis in onboarding, offboarding, all those kind of things. So we use Torque. Hmm. Great. Um, I, you know, I didn't think to add this question when I was putting them together yesterday, but the, the cybersecurity field is, is huge. And yeah. from, I, I don't know much about it, but from what I read, attracting talent is difficult. And I know we're going to talk around tech, tech recruiting and that kind of stuff, but what kind of, what kind of folks do you hire and, and where do you find them, Corinne? Uh, so we're based in Israel and in the U.S. mainly. Uh, we have a headquarters in Portland and we have people in New York and those areas. Um, in Israel, we hire uh, the product team and uh, development mainly. Mm -hmm. um, and in the U.S., we have marketing and sales. So uh, we have really a differentiation, you know, between between them two. And this is uh, and we tend to keep it that way. Uh, we do have in Israel a few of uh, business development and um, and um, solution architects that help because Israel actually is a huge base of startups and great companies that work here as well. So we have uh, we have a lot of teams, uh, you know, a lot of companies that we can we can uh, they can become our customers as well. So we have a, a small team of uh, customer success and um, and such. Um, and how do we hire them? Well, this is, you know, this is a whole uh, philosophy. Uh, today, in those areas, it's uh, hiring processes are, uh, has to have, you know, data-driven hiring. We have to talk about diversity, equi equity, and inclusion. Um, we have to talk a little bit about employer branding and what we can do with it. Um, we have most of our employees, by the way, they are, uh, join us, uh, through referral programs. 90% mm -hmm. of our people are through referrals. They came from friends along the way. Um, if in Israel, so from the army, from last jobs, so, uh, and such. And in the U S we have a team that worked together in several companies before. So, uh, they brought one another, which is also great. Yeah. Um, and um, and cybersecurity, you know, today in this 
changing uh, ecosystem that we're facing, I think cybersecurity is always important. It's always there and it's there to stay. So I believe that um, it's not a nice to have product. It's a must have product. Mm, for sure. And therefore, uh, I think, you know, also in this changing uh, atmosphere, I think this is one of the most important places to have people. And, uh, and I feel it, you know, when, uh, although we are, and we're still hiring, we're still hiring strong. Um, we do have great candidates uh, in the pipeline and I hope it will stay that way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, you know, one of the, um, one of the things that, uh, that just seems to be inevitably true, no matter when, where, uh, throughout the history of the tech industry, yeah. is, um, you know, there's these periods of rapid growth, um, you know, recruiters are in demand and candidates are in demand. And then there's, then there's this moment where there seem to be just a whole bunch of layoffs. Yeah. Um, are we entering that sort of bubble now with, with layoffs? Are you seeing that? And um, how should, how should recruiters, how should owners and hiring managers and leaders respond um, to these sort of boom and bust circumstances. Yeah. You know, it's an interesting uh, era to, to stay, to be in, as we mentioned, and as we said, by the way, in 2021, which was a crazy, crazy era to be as a hiring managers, as a company and as recruiters, it was it was unbelievable how many people, you know, the companies grew very, very fast. They, they had a lot of new uh, um, uh, requirements for, uh, for employees. And now yeah, things are changing. So a lot of companies have decreased the number of open position, yeah. slowing the growth to adjust to the uncertainty of the financial markets. I can tell you about Torque. Um, we didn't do this at Torque for a policy to grow responsibly in, our in the first place. Uh, we're a company with excellent funding, as I mentioned before, very significant, significant business growth, but we always were and still are responsible and responsible. And I uh, will use also uh, the word humble. Uh, I tend to use it because I think it really reflects who we are. Um, and so we are very responsible and, hu and humble for our uh, talent acquisition. Uh, we see it as our obligation to every person that joins our company to make sure that the position they come to fill is necessary and fundamentally important to this company. Mm -hmm. And therefore, you know, offers the person joining a true career growth opportunity. Um, you know, I, I, I think that I know why companies grown, you know, so fast and maybe, maybe now they feel like it was unnecessarily, uh, yeah, we yeah. didn't do that, but but you know, uh, 2021 and 2020 also was was a total different atmosphere. I mean, total different atmosphere in the, in, the, in those in those tech fields. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, startup companies at a scaling stage, you always have the concern to go fast as you can, and that's important because if if that's if not, you're not doing it, so others others will, and they will you know conquer. They might conquer your role and, um, and, and conquer the markets and cap in your potential growth. So investors expect, expect you not to allow such a scenario that others will grow. 
Uh, so when the funding is cheap, I mean, in you know, mm -hmm. uh, as it used to be in 2021, it's indeed an expectation to expedite growth. It doesn't mean that you need to throw money and hire unnecessary position, but it does mean, for example, that if you start seeing a pipeline building in a region, you should build a team there. But I think now people won't, uh, you know, start building a team there. They will, you know, uh, wait until the pipeline turns into concrete revenue, covering region from other regions in between, and then think about should we hire their people. Uh, so I think that the the the, um, the, the it's it, it's changing. It's definitely changing, and I think it's uh, it's more healthy. I have to say. Yeah. Yeah, Robin just went through some act. She just went through an acquisition at the company that she works with, although they had been around for a while learning this right. startup process. But it it's uh, change is inevitable, I think. Um, Corinne, what 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 other trends are you seeing right now in the tech industry and hiring? What 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 kind of things are you trying to keep track of for Torque? Um, so I mentioned it as a small, you know, small sentences before that, but I think, um, one important trend, um, is the data driven hiring. Definitely. Uh, you know, it, especially today, it helps allocate our budget. It wisely track the source to hire of hire to determine which recruiting channels bring the most qualified candidates. Uh, it increases productivity and efficiency. And it allows us to build metrics for best hiring. Um, it also helps us understand hiring issues. If it's benchmarks or time to hire, how many applicants we need to make one hire and consider other sourcer, sources if one doesn't work. Um, and the conversion rates. So data-driven is definitely something that we use. We have some systems, a uh, few systems that we work with uh, that enables us to work and, you know, uh, analyze our data and work by it. The second thing that a very interesting trend that I see and um, you know it's um, it's inevitable I think it's uh, employer branding that everybody everybody is talking about and it's very very hip and you know cool now but I think it's also very very important. Actually we're just hiring and we're you know kind of a small company yet but we are hiring uh, an employer brand that will join us soon. Um, because I think this is, you know, we have, we have a, um, uh, an option to talk to our candidates and also to our current employees uh, through the social media direct channel to potential candidates, show them their, our culture. We need to understand that we sell, as we sell torque to our customers, we sell uh, torque to our candidates. And we yeah, have to yeah. use it and we have to be, you know, to market it and we have to be to uh, emphasize what's our culture and find the people that uh, it attracts them. Uh, so I think this is very, uh, this is a very interesting trend that is, uh, that is on right now. And I think it will stay with us because it absolutely works. Um, diversity, equity and inclusion, of course, which is very, very important. And I know, you know, we can talk about it for an hour or more, of <laughs> course. Um, but in, you know, few words, I think, first of all, each company has to set its own goals. It involves creating awareness of the types of diversity across groups, you know, for individuals, teams, organization as a whole. 
uh, the top leaders have to understand the importance of that and create scalable ways to ensure sustainable initiatives. You know, we can talk about it, but if the top leaders don't talk about it or they don't think it's necessary or they don't, you know, understand the importance of, of being a company that is diverse and, you know, the equity, equity is not is, is as important as, uh, as diversity, which everybody talks about. Um, so I think the top leaders have to be there. And, um, and after that, then it, it reflects on the hiring processes. It has to be part of the language of the company. That's what I, you know, this is what I believe and this is how we work. Mm -hmm. and, um, and it's also attached to the data-driven processes. You know, you want to do better, you can, you know, uh, use metrics, uh, process metrics. You can then pinpoint problems that might help you uh, understand how to solve them. So, so I think th those are the three new trends Mm -hmm. um, but if I might, you know, use, um, also mention a very, very important, I won't call it a trend, just, you know, an ongoing process that each company has to have is a referral programs. Uh, it works at Torque, so it's easy for me to talk about. Um, you know, in fact, I think it's one of the most thing, important thing for us, even before hiring, is the obligation to provide the best working conditions and the best growth opportunities to our current employees. And, and there are my best ambassadors. Mm -hmm. If they enjoy the come in the company, they can grow, they can you know, fulfill themselves, they teach one another, they learn from, from, from others. I think this is the, the best way for us to have new employees. Uh, so it's always working. Um, and we definitely see our focus on talent satisfaction and retention as a fundamental piece to ensure, you know, first of all, acquisition of the top talent available. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Uh, that's great messaging for your uh, soon to be onboard employee branding person. They can, yeah. they can use some yeah. of those messages. So that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely. So one of the things that, um, that may, you know, give yeah. it a little bit of a different twist is, Obviously, you're a, you're a global company, you know, for your customers, you know, you have global customers. Um, and then you, as you mentioned, you have, you know, kind of two main main bases of employees, um, U.S. and Israel. Um, what what sort of opportunities and what sort of challenges does that present and how do you how do you sort of leverage that global footprint? Um when you're sourcing and recruiting and hiring folks? Yeah. So I think that two and a half years uh, from, of the pandemic definitely opened our mind. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if before that, um, we tend to travel much more to uh, meet people um, uh, before we recruit them to our company. Um, I think it, it definitely changed. Sometimes I feel that it's a shame that it changed so much. Uh, I feel that I miss, you know, traveling much more and, and meeting people in person all the time. Um, now when everything is much more open and we can travel much more, so, so we are returning to do that as well. But it definitely creates, um, you know, it definitely creates a lot of opportunities without ge geographical boundaries. 
And so that's that's how we we are just you know focusing on the people themselves and the and it's it's been it has been blurred very significantly uh, that employees everywhere working in the company we, we don't really care where they where where they actually work yeah um, and this is and it makes it much much easier to recruit people you know top talent uh, people that we're looking for if they work in you know, in Canada or the U.S., um, in Europe or in Israel, it really doesn't matter. Uh, it matters that they, they will fit our culture and they will find their their way, you know, to grow themselves. So the boundaries are very, you know, are are different now, and I think mm-hmm. it's I think it's great. Um. I'm curious, and I'm I'm adding another question to the list. <laughs> I, I'm just curious about um, HR HR in Israel. I wonder if you could just talk to us um, about some of the challenges and opportunities, um, just from a different part of the world. Most of our listeners tend to be North American based, but I'm always curious about how things work work elsewhere. So I know we didn't prep you for that, but. I wonder if you could just share a couple of comments about how it is to work in Israel at, the, at the, this time. Um, first of all, as I mentioned before, uh, when we talked, uh, I think Israel is one of the most beautiful and great places in the world. That's first. Um, and second, um, being in HR in the world, by the way, you know, the global footprint doesn't it reflect on us as well. Uh, HR is an HR and um, and, and thinking about people and seeing people and making sure they're happy and where they are and they're fulfilling themselves, it's the same in mm-hmm. Israel and, and across the world, it doesn't really matter. I think um, the main difference here, probably uh, in at Torque is that we have already uh, almost more than 70 people in, in our office and we have the ability to meet them in person every day, mm-hmm. uh, which definitely creates a different culture. And, uh, and I think, I think it's great. People are coming to the office. They want to be here. Um, they're, you know, they're part of the, of the family uh, of the company. And, um, and we know that, and I think this is a very big privilege that I have to see our employees every day. So that's, you know, and I can say that, um, HR across the world can do that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I can't see, and 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 I miss that a lot, uh, our US employees all the time. So I have conversation with them on Zoom and I, and I travel there, but it's not the same. I wish it would be, um, and I wish it would be easier, but, you know, creating a, a culture here that reflects also on the US team I think it's a great accomplishment and I hope that we will retain that all the time, mm-hmm. but it's challenging. I have to say it is challenging, uh, but, I, but we, I find it so important that, um, that it's something that we really work hard to build and to maintain. Um, and HR in Israel, well, you know, it's, it's really, it's not different from any other place. Uh, our worries are the same, our concerns are the same. Our happiness moment, happy moments are the same. Uh, we do have uh, a lot of companies in Israel, uh, a lot of startups, a lot of enterprise companies, 
um, big companies. Uh, so we are, you know, not fighting, but we are uh, trying to recruit the best people as other companies do. Um, so we have to be very, um, you know, we have to create a great atmosphere. We have to make sure that the people wants to be here uh, and they want to stay here. Mm -hmm. um, so it is challenging and I love it. <laughs> and obviously you love the country as well. That's awesome. Thanks for the answer. That's my country, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, good. Well, so um, tell us a, a, a where our listeners, uh, Kareem, can can find you, um, how they can connect with you, um, how they can learn more about Torque. Uh, what are some online online places that they can connect with you? Sure. Um, so first, of course, we have our website, Torque.io, uh, that all the information is there. Um, I have my private LinkedIn. They can always reach out there. Uh, and they tend to do that, by the way. Uh, people definitely reach out through uh, DMs uh, on LinkedIn. Uh, we have a great Instagram uh, page that we're, we're building it. It's not perfect. We have a lot of things <laughs> to do there and I'm waiting for my- Your branding uh, person. Branding. Exactly. That's right. That's much better than me. Um, and uh, so those are the places uh, that we can, you can definitely find us. Um, and I think, you know, HR in general is a very, very important discipline in running the business. And sometimes I think that, you know, I have to, to uh, I, I, feel, I feel obligated to say that, that sometimes um, alongside great market, fantastic product, great market fit, we need to have the best group of people can learn from one another yeah. um, and create connections and, and, and maintain connection and maintain the connection to the company's goals. And this yeah. is something that we always have to remember. Uh, I think this is something very, very important to, to, you know, to grasp that HR is not different than product, marketing, sales, um, you know, and, and it's a part of the business and yep. it's a huge part of the business. Um, and we have to make sure that people are choosing us every day. They're coming every day and choose Torque um, in the morning and this, and we'll do everything for that. Uh, everything, you know, not everything, but <laughs> as much as we can mm -hmm. um, to maintain that. And uh, I guess that's it. It's a very oh. interesting. I, uh, I love that line. We need, you, we need to remember that for your branding person. Employees are choosing us every day. I love yeah. that line. Yeah, that's a great yeah. line. Um, I, I didn't say it at the beginning of the podcast, uh, Corinne, but you had, you had told us in the pre-show that this was the first time you did a podcast in English. And uh, I think you did a fantastic job, both, uh, both in, uh, in, in, in speaking English for the first time on a podcast, but also uh, a great guest and really appreciate your insights into what's going on in Torque and um, over in Israel. So thanks so much for being our guest today on Drive Through HR. And I'm going to go with that. You're, you're welcome. Robin, I hope you have a great week. I'm going to go ahead and uh, end the recording and we'll post the show a little bit later this afternoon. Thanks so much. Have a great Thank day. Bye. Bye.